the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. Well, it is good to be back here. You know, last week I missed, and so you heard a recorded program on Yom Kippur. I pray that it was good. I pray that you were safe in the hurricane and your loved ones as well. And uh, we will continue to pray. Amen. Uh, well, let's begin with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. We love you and praise you and honor you. Lord, we hate to see anybody hurt by hurricanes, but we're also blessed that we were spared by your grace and your mercy. So, Lord, we pray for those who have lost loved ones. We pray for those who have lost their homes and their businesses And just their life has been turned upside down. Father, we cry out to you for them. And we pray that they will be be blessed by people like us and others. That you would pour out your spirit upon them in the name of Yeshua. And bless this radio program and this time that we have together. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, I pray that the radio program ministers to you, and certainly we could use your financial help. But as much as I say that, I also would let you know that we are collecting money for the Fort Myers Messianic Congregation, which was destroyed by the hurricane. We're collecting money for Cuba because the poverty and the the hurricane and all the things that have gone on there Uh, A lot of the people there, uh, because we have uh, relatives of those people in our congregation, and they tell us, they show us pictures. It's awful. And then Puerto Rico as well. They're struggling. So um, we have ties to each of those. We will find the right places where money should go. We just need you to be generous and to help us. So if you uh, can call our office, that's the easiest way to give with a credit card and speak to Karen at 813-831-5673. Or you can donate at heartofmessiah.org if you like to do things online and just uh, tell us where you want the money to go to the Fort Myers Messianic Synagogue or Cuba, or Puerto Rico, or all of the above. We can split it up however you want to do it. But I really believe that this is a time where we have to be generous 
and give. Well, uh, let me just mention that uh, this is uh, just an amazing time of the year, and we'd love for you to invite uh, Jewish pre-believers to watch our services on Friday nights and Saturday mornings, also Tuesday evenings for prayer at 6.30. Find us on Facebook. You can just go to shereshtavid.org backslash TPA live. Uh, I love this time of the year because we focus so strongly on the Lord. It's it's So far, it's been an amazing time for me during... Though I've been going through personal struggles uh, with family and different situations, um, I, I won't go into it, but I can tell you the Lord has been gracious to me and kept me strong, he's kept me healthy, and he kept me uh, just feeling like I'm in the palm of his hands. So um, we that's one of the things as believers we are to be able to uh, handle these storms of life because God is great. He's great in our lives. Amen? All right. Well, uh, during this week, we celebrate Sukkot starting Sunday night, uh, Feast of Tabernacles or Booths. We had it built last year and we kept it up, so now we're just going to decorate it. Uh, we'd love for you to join us. Um, so it begins, as I said, Sunday evening, and we're having a decorating party for our sukkah. Bring palm fronds and decorations like fruits and different things to um, decorate the sukkah with. Um, our kids will be involved. Uh, we just want everybody, families. So come tonight, 530 and we're going to supply the pizza, so come hungry. You supply the people and the and the kids, right? Okay. And then next Friday night, this is exciting. We're going to have our service outside in and around the sukkah. And it last year, it was so amazing. So please come. You can register online at shereshdavid.org backslash backslash register. Shoresh is spelled S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org. Okay? We'd love for you to join us uh, Saturday as well, Sunday. Um, you know, that's the next thing that's happening. Next Sunday, not this, not today, but next Sunday, we will be celebrating Simchat Torah, and that is a great service where we roll back the Torah to Genesis and we celebrate. Uh, we're doing this outside. We're celebrating in, in the park at St. Pete um, near the pier, uh, near the Vinoy Hotel. So uh, come. That's from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock. And we love people to come. It, it's just a wonderful time. And I'll tell you more about that next Sunday at next Sunday's program. So we're uh, to look at Sukkot. Sukkot has, uh, like the other holy days, has a lot of names. Chag Hasafit, which is the festival of ingathering. Chag Hasukot, the festival of booths or tabernacle. Hechag, the festival. 
or Chag Hashem, the festival of the Lord, or Zaman Simchantenu, the time of our rejoicing. Let's look at, of course, you know where we're going to look, right? Leviticus 23, starting with verse 34. Speak to the children of Israel, saying, The fifteenth day of the seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days to the Lord. On the first day, there shall be a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it. For seven days you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. On the eighth day, you shall have a holy convocation, and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. It is a sacred assembly, and you shall do no customary work on it. So, again, the first day and the eighth day, we are to have services, which we will. Uh, We have the... um, just uh, uh, services lined up, so it's wonderful. We, we'd love for you to come. And uh, the offering made by fire, well, I believe that's the fire in our heart. Amen? Would you agree? And uh, in verse 40, it says, And you shall take for yourselves on the first day the fruit of beautiful trees, branches of palm trees, and boughs of leafy trees, and willows of the brook, and you shall rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. You shall keep it as a feast to the Lord for seven days in the year. It shall be a statute forever in your generations. So my question, of course, you know my question, if you've listened to me any length of time, how long is forever? Okay, this is why we're celebrating it, right? Uh, You shall dwell in booths for seven days. All who are native Israelites dwell in booths that your generations may know that I made the children of Israel dwell in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So Moses declared to the children of Israel the feasts of the Lord. So we are to live in booths, which we don't do because we're not in Israel, uh, but uh, we have our dwelling place for seven days, and uh, certainly we decorate it with the beautiful trees and uh, branches of palm trees and leafy trees and willows, and uh, the roof we leave open so that you can see the stars in the sky, and remember that this is a temporary building, which means we rely on God for our real covering. Amen? So Sukkot is another holy day where you you connect the dots, really, between the Hebrew Scriptures and the New Covenant. So let's go to the Hebrew Scriptures for a second and see one of my favorites, Isaiah 12, verse 2. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For God, the Lord, is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, will you draw water from the wells of salvation. Now, I want you to read this one more time. And this time, every time the word salvation comes, I'm going to say salvation, Yeshua, because Yeshua means salvation. And listen to how this Scripture sounds with Yeshua's name in it. Behold, God is my salvation. God is my Yeshua. 
I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation, my Yeshua. Therefore, with joy, you will draw waters or water from the wells of salvation. You'll draw water from the wells of Yeshua. Now, remember that because in John 7, 37 and 38, on the last day, the great day of the feast, which is the last day of Sukkot, that's what it's referring to, Yeshua, Jesus, stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink, whoever believes in me. As the scripture says, out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Oh, that's the wells of salvation from Isaiah 12. It's amazing, right? Isaiah 44, 3, For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your offspring and my blessings on your descendants. Is that beautiful? All about Sukkot. Then Adonai will guide you. Isaiah 58, 11. He'll guide you continually, satisfy your soul in drought, and strengthen your bones. You will be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters never fail. This is what God promises. And a lot of this is really about Sukkot. Talks, uh, Ezekiel 47, 1 and 2 talks about the river of life. Zechariah 14.8 says, Moreover, in that day, living waters will flow from Jerusalem. Yeshua at Sukkot, is the, he's the fulfillment of that. Right? The living waters will flow in Jerusalem. Yeshua is, is, is that fulfillment. He provides us nourishment. He provides us living water. And during the feast of Sukkot in the first century, the Jewish people took part in a water-drawing ceremony on the last day of the feast of Sukkot. They would go down to the pool of Siloam, and then they would draw water and bring it to the Temple Mount, and then they would pour out the water and recite Isaiah 12, and you shall draw water from the wells of salvation. Again, remember... Yeshua is that well. Imagine the scene at the time of Yeshua's appearance. It's likely that in the midst of the ceremony, he stood up and proclaimed what we've just read. If anyone's thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Do you see how he was the fulfillment of the prophecies in Hebrew scriptures of Isaiah, Ezekiel, and Zechariah, and others? Isn't that exciting? Exodus 23, 14, three times of the year, you're to celebrate a festival for me. You are to observe the feast of Matzot which is, of course, Passover. And um, then it says, also you're to observe the Feast of Harvest, the first fruits. And that, of course, is Shavuot. And then the Feast of Ingathering at the end of the year, which is Sukkot. When you gather your crops from the field three times in the year, all your men are to appear before Adonai Elohim. 
So Passover, we celebrate the Passover lamb, Yeshua. Shavuot, we celebrate the giving of the law and the Holy Spirit. And Sukkot, we celebrate the ingathering, not only from the field, but at a time when Yeshua the Messiah might return and gather up those. I believe he's going to do that at Sukkot, and we will receive him. We will see that Sukkot has these future prophetic purposes. Consider other prophecies about Sukkot. In Zechariah 14, 16 and 17, it says, Then all the survivors from all the nations that attacked Jerusalem will go up from year to year to worship the king, Adonai Tzavot, which is the Lord of hosts, and to celebrate Sukkot. Furthermore, if any of the nations on earth do not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, Adonai Tzavot, they will have no rain. Look, instead of coming to Jerusalem for battle, now the nations will come to honor God and to remember his faithfulness by keeping the Feast of Tabernacles in Jerusalem. Look, Yeshua told us, to go to the ends of the earth with the good news, but in the millennium, the, the millennium, the people of the earth will come to Jerusalem to worship and honor God. What a turnaround. Amen? Amen. Look, the final Sukkot is recorded in Revelation 21, 1 through 6. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I also heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling of God, the tabernacling of God, is among men, and he shall tabernacle among them. They shall be his people, and God himself shall be among them. And be their God. He shall wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Nor shall there be mourning or crying or pain any longer, for the former things have passed away. And the one seated upon the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Then he said, Write, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will freely give from the spring of water of life. You see, it's amazing. God emphasizes his final gathering of believers. He describes those whose name were written in the book of life and this new chapter in his plan It is done. And then he speaks of all of us freely drinking from the water of life from Yeshua. Amen. Does this excite you? It excites me. The Hebrew scriptures and the new covenant coming together as one, just like Jews and non-Jews coming together as one in Yeshua. I don't know. That to me is pretty exciting. Sukkot was also known as the holy day that commemorates God's dwelling with his people. How fitting for the kingdom of God when it fully comes to the redeemed earth to be considered the ultimate fulfillment of this holy day. God himself was finally will finally dwell 
with his people in all fullness. The sukkah of God will be among men when Messiah Yeshua dwells as the ruler of the thousand-year messianic kingdom. Remember, if any man thirsts, let him come to Yeshua and drink, certainly a reason for great joy. Now, I'm not going to be dogmatic about this next thing, but it is also possible that Yeshua was born during Sukkot. There was no room in the inn because it was one of the three pilgrimage holy days that brought people to Jerusalem and surrounding areas. We say that he was born in a manger, but hey, uh, a sukkah would probably be just like a manger, right? We read that the shepherds were attending their flock by night, and, and that area of the Jerusalem area, the Bethlehem area, it's extremely cold in December. The average night temperature is in the low 40s. It could easily have been in the 30s, too. Yeshua's birth is more likely to have been in September, October. And interesting enough, if that were true, then conception would be at Hanukkah time, which is an interesting thing to think about. Yeshua being conceived at the time of the Festival of Lights. Yeshua being the light of the world and also Hanukkah meaning dedication. So some traditions, both in Jewish community as well as the Messianic community, is to have each evening of the feast a service using lulav and etrog branches. And uh, I might not have time to explain those branches, so you're just going to have to come to services and hear. You know, I'm next week I'm going to summarize the Holy Days uh, that we are involved in now and, and finishing up. Um, I'm going to do a, a summary of them using my famous 10 R's. Do you remember those from last year? Yeah. Uh, the 10 R's are reflect, recognize, repent, redeemed, reconciled, receive, rejoice, remember, Retell, and the results of those are renewed, refreshed, and revived. Wow, that's going to be a fun review next week. Definitely join us. Uh, don't remember, uh, don't forget, uh, don't remember, don't forget the greatest shofar blast from Rosh Hashanah is in Matthew 2430, where it says, Then the sign of the Son of Man will come and appear in heaven. Then all the tribes of the land will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with great power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a great shofar, and they will gather together his chosen from the four winds from the one end of the heaven to the other in Thessalonians 4, 16 through 18. Well, we're going to talk more about this next um, week. Love to have you there. Love to have you um, remember to support not only this program, which would be wonderful, but also Fort Myers Messianic Synagogue. You can put that on either a check or and mail it to us or uh, call the office at 813-831-5673 or you can donate online, heartofmessiah.org. So it's Fort Myers Messianic Synagogue, 
or Cuba or Puerto Rico. But I think you should, in this time, certainly, um, if if God puts one of those on your heart, please feel free to uh, help us. We want to give them thousands and thousands of dollars to really help, just like we did, um, you know, before we've raised money. So come visit us this weekend, uh, this week, uh, tonight, in fact. This is a great time. Let's close in prayer. Avinu Malkenu, you are our Father, our King. We love you. We praise you. I pray that all of her are, who are listening today will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah, who always gave and gave and gave. And I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. You are Messiah. Yeshua HaMashiach Lion of Judah The God of Israel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.